All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation Hello and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show presented by Hoopball. My name is Adrian Benjamins and I'm joined by Neil Rochlani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Taste the Kona difference. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com. Get some delicious coffee. You can also head over to Amazon as well. Neil. How are you doing, man? I mean, I I talked to you briefly before we started <laughs> recording this. You said it is freezing where you are. How Adrian, are you holding up? It is so cold. I am layering up in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I am a delicate flower. I can't. Once it drops, it's down to eight degrees now, and and below zero with the wind chill. Once it drops below like twenty, it, it just gets too cold for me. I try to think like, you know what? It's nice to have different seasons. It's nice to kind of get that crispness, but now I'm just fooling myself. It's nuts. How's it over there in L.A.? Let me guess, 65, 70? My wife was just complaining before I, uh, before I got in here 
literally she was just complaining about how cold it is. I just looked on my phone, Neil. It is 58 degrees here in Long Beach, California, man. And uh, my wife was just complaining how she's having trouble sleeping because it's so cold. (laughs) You must just like completely think that is ridiculous (laughs) when it's like negative two where you are. It's It's, crazy. uh, Like I said, anytime you guys want to um, swap houses, please, or swap places, just let me know. Well, um, it might be good for please, her to come out here and then she'd go back there and be like, wow, this is really nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is really yeah. Nice. I think you're right. And, you know, I run really hot. I am uh, I'm like sweaty all the time. I'm always so I never get cold, man. I like hardly ever get cold. I actually would kind of like to experience that weather just to uh, just to know what it's like, man. So I don't know. Neil, short slate of games tonight after our heavy, heavy night yesterday. A little bit of news. Wanted to get your thoughts on what you thought of Spencer Dinwiddie likely missing, uh, I believe it's about a month. Mm. What do you think of that? You think there's anybody worth picking up um, in in his absence? You know, I think it's going to be more distributed amongst the guys who are already out there. I don't think there's anyone. I mean, Shapaz Napier is obviously the uh, the replacement there, but I don't think he's going to get that much time. Um, I don't think he's going to get that much value. He might get a fair amount of time, but I don't think his value will be that great. I think this this gets like distributed among like Harris, Russell, Allen, um, Karuks. Um, I don't. I don't think there's anyone. I don't think Napier is being worth is worth being picked up. How about you? I I agree with you 100%. I'm I have that same feeling. I don't think that um Napier's just going to step into his role. I think just as you said, uh, Dinwiddie's usage is just going to kind of be spread out across the whole team. If anything, I just like D'Angelo Russell a little bit more. You know, there are times where for whatever reason, I feel like the coach kind of is trying to teach a lesson to D'Angelo where he might get low minutes for whatever. Maybe he makes a mistake at the beginning of the game. I think now that leash will be a lot longer where if he makes a mistake, he's guaranteed to play big minutes now every single night. D'Angelo Russell's been playing well already. Now he's just even uh, more locked and loaded for the rest of the season. Um any closing thoughts on Dinwiddie? What a disappointment, man. He he was playing pretty well. And uh, this is a pretty disappointing if you have Dinwiddie. I want to say still hang on to him. Four to six weeks. I mean, you could still possibly get him back for playoff time, right? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he's he's 97th uh, over on a per-game basis in ACAT. So a little bit worse than uh, nine-cap turnovers. I, I don't think he was ever... Um, you know, a, someone that's make or break on your team. I think you can probably find a replacement in the hundred to one fifty level in a standard league. So I'm not too. I don't think it's going to really hurt your team too much. Uh, it's unfortunate for him. He was having a pretty good season. Nice to see him uh, play well, but um, yeah, I don't think it's it's going to be a. I mean, obviously, if you're right on the cusp of making the playoffs, maybe this hurts you. But he's not a key piece to anyone's team. 
So do you see anything else that's newsworthy? We talked yesterday about Victor Oladipo was confirmed today. He is going to miss the rest of the season. Uh, He will have surgery. Neil, I had to drop Victor Oladipo. I went to pick up Tyler Johnson, and man, I felt uh, I wanted to throw up, man. Dropping dropping someone that you spent, that I spent, a first-round pick, on someone like Tyler Johnson, man. It's like, I feel like somebody just stole my uh, BMW and replaced it with a Kia, man. It's. <laughs> Do you feel like you went to the fire festival? Is that how you feel? <laughs> you know, I can't wait to watch that documentary, actually. I saw it on Netflix. I can't wait to watch that. What, what a crazy story that is. Huh? I just watched it, and that's why it's on my mind. It is... <laughs> It isn't. I wouldn't say insane, but it is. Um, it's a it's a great story. I didn't know a whole lot about it because I'm way too old to to even be part of that. But um, I it did you know make the mainstream media, so I was aware of it. And the documentary, apparently, is two. There's one on Netflix, one on Hulu, and I just watched uh. one on Netflix, and that was quite entertaining. Um, okay, yeah, two other things I wanted to mention. Uh, Miritich is out a week, at least a week. Did you oh. see that? Yes, I did. And then, which which is a bummer. Um, tonight we can go when we go over their box score. We can talk about how that played out, and then T.J. Warren is out two to three weeks. So Josh Ooh. Jackson, um, if he hasn't already been picked up yet, I think he should be owned. He started, I did not he, see that he started tonight, so we can get to his stats later. But he may not be um a high end guy, more like a Dinwiddie guy, maybe around a hundredth. But uh, I think we'll be serviceable in his absence. Uh, all right, well. We will get to that when we take a look at uh, the Blazers and the Suns who played tonight. But let's get started with the first game of the day. I think it's my turn to lead us. I, I think you uh, took you you uh, you captained the ship on that heavy Wednesday night. So uh, my turn to lead us. Let's start with the Pelicans and the Thunder. This was a great game. Thunder getting the victory here, one twenty-two to one sixteen. I'm going to look at the Pelicans and. As Neil mentioned, no Nico Mirotic tonight. And also surprising, Julius Randle was a scratch. So, Neil, no Anthony Davis, no Mirotic, no Randle. I quickly, I put uh, Okafor into my lineup and he did not disappoint. 18 points with 8 rebounds. Now, no defensive stats. You know, we know he's not... uh, uh, not a doesn't provide a lot on the defensive end, but so uh, I am a little disappointed that he really just helped you in two categories. Three, if you count field goal uh, percentage, he did shoot well from the field. But hey, with with these guys likely missing time, at least in the short term, I think Okafor is a must own at least for now. And uh, he's got to be picked up, and I feel pretty safe playing him. Not an easy matchup tonight going against Steven Adams and the Thunder front court. Um, other things that are important to note, Alfred Payton really turned it around in this one. 15 points with 12 assists, a steal, two blocks. He's been really struggling lately. He also had four rebounds. 
shooting wasn't too great. Only 5 of 12, but I'm encouraged by this line. Hey, maybe with all these guys out, maybe it'll help kind of get Peyton going. You know, uh, a lot of usage is available. Maybe he can step in and provide some value. Uh, Drew Holiday doing his thing, man. 22 points, 13 assists, 9 rebounds, flirting with a big triple-double, 4 steals a block, Three threes. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> He's outstanding. Ugh, excuse <laughs> me. Um, Miller, 21 points, seven rebounds, two assists, a block, five threes. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to ignore this, but I'm going to keep an eye on him. Uh, I think this is probably more of an outlier. Neil, what do you think of the Pelicans? Yeah, really to play tonight, as you said. Um, Darius Miller... Uh, I started Oko for as well, and, I, and field goal percent is something I need help in, so that was really helpful for him, 9 of 12 from the field. Um, Miller, uh, I guess, we'll see how long Randall's out. He was just questionable, so it was a last-minute scratch, like you said. And then Miritich. I don't think I would – I can trust anyone, though, except for Oko for right now. Um, I guess if Randall's out in another game, maybe Miller or Solomon Hill, but I'm not sure how it's going to work out. Miller took 17 shots, so maybe he is someone you can uh, stream for a game or two, but I think it's very risky. Um, all right, Oklahoma City, can I hop over on that side? Yes, sir. All right, uh, get some of that Hawaiian Isles Kona coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clear up. I know it's uh, it's freezing over there in the uh, on the West Coast. Um uh, Paul George, Monster Night, Stephen Adams, another great night. Westbrook, triple doubles. I'm going to read his line because it was phenomenal. 23, 17, 16, 9 of 19 from the field. Still starting at the line, though, 4 of 8 from the line. Three-pointer, two steals. Um, Jeremy Grant continues to be uh, serviceable. Uh, Terrence Ferguson had a decent line, 14 points tonight. Took 14 shots. Good to see that. Um, uh, Schroeder. Only played 22 minutes. I think this guy, we talked about being right on the cusp. Maybe you want to own him, maybe you don't. Um, in the sense that there might be better options. It's hard to say how it's going to play out. Typically, I would avoid him unless Westbrook is out. But um, sometimes he puts up decent lines. Tonight, I thought it might be okay with this high score. But only saw 22 minutes. Um, not much else here. Any thoughts on the uh, Thunder? Um, nope, not a lot for me to add. Fantastic game from them. A lot of nice fantasy lines here tonight. And, uh, you know, not a lot of storyline here. We know who the guys are and, um, everybody is who they are, man. All right. I'm going to jump over to the next game. I've got the Warriors and the Wizards. This was a great game, a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. 126 to 118 Wizards getting the victory Neil, I heard on the TNT broadcast tonight that the Wizards are the first team in NBA history to start five All-Stars at the same time, which is outrageous. And man, they look good. And one of the reasons why they play so well together is they all pass pretty well. Even Cousins, he's a decent passer for a big, and speaking of Cousins, three assists tonight with 17 points, six rebounds. He's looking really good already off the, off the bat, off of coming off that Achilles injury. Looked great. Um, another thing to note, Green doing what he does, which is uh, low-end scoring, but providing stats in other categories, 15 boards, seven assists. 
Great game from him. Curry doing his thing with 38 points, three assists, four boards, two threes. Durant, 21 points, two steals, three blocks. You got to love those defensive stats. Five assists, two rebounds. They're rolling, man. Klay Thompson was probably the disappointing one here, but I would not worried. I would not be worried. Played 36 minutes, took 13 shots tonight. It just wasn't falling. It was 4-13. So Klay uh, Thompson will bounce back in the next one. Don't trust anyone off the bench. Neil, what do you think of the Warriors? They're rolling right now. They're looking really good. After the rough start to the beginning of the season, they're looking like uh, they're the favorites again, man. Yeah, well, we all knew they were going to come around at some point. Um, let's just look at Cousins is the most interesting line to try to value him. So looking at his line tonight, uh, like you said, 17.6 rebounds, 8 of 12 shooting, 3 assists, uh, played 24 minutes. If this is what he does in a block, that's around 45, value of 45th um, overall in a a cat league. So it could get better, um, but I think this is kind of what I'm expecting from him, somewhere in that range. so let's see if his minutes go up or his usage goes up. This was a, They scored us a total of 126 points. I don't see them pushing him to 30-minute range um, unless they need to for whatever reason. Uh, maybe in crunch time they want to test themselves against some team. Because tonight Curry played 35 minutes, Durant 37. So they definitely needed those guys to step up. Thompson 36, Draymond 33, Cousins only 24. And if that's kind of the case, uh, I know he's just getting back into shape, but if he if he stays around here, he's like 45th value. If he goes higher in minutes, then yes, maybe we see the second or third round value, that um, or even first potentially because this guy's phenomenal. Um, I like what we said about passing. Everyone here can pass well. Thompson tends not to tonight though. He had five assists, so maybe um, he's learning a lot from his teammates. And um, I don't really have anything else on the Warriors. Um, they are good. They're going to win everything. Um, I'm going to move on to the Washington side. Uh, Bradley Beal played 40 minutes, uh, 8-22, not a great night, shooting 5-8 from the free throw line, only one three-pointer, did have 22 points. Sadoransky, double-double, 20 points, 10 assists, solid night from him against a good competition, three steals, three three-pointers. Uh, Thomas Bryant, I thought would have a better game. Centers tend to have a good game against um well, I was going to say Golden State, but now they have Cousins, so that's different. 21 minutes, 14 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 6 of 7 shooting. So nice to see that. He also had two three-pointers. He's going to be solid, I think, through the remainder of the year. I might say even on par with Cousins in terms of value. Man, that's probably crazy. Okay, maybe like a couple rounds lower. Um, and uh, let's see. Porter's still coming off the bench, which I found interesting. Jeff Green starting. Porter's played 34 minutes. Jeff Green, 28 Green, not really in, I mean, three three-pointers, 5'11 from the field. Uh, Porter had a kind of a quiet night, shot poor, at least 3 of 14, no three-pointers. I still think he is going to be okay um, down the stretch. I wouldn't sell low on him um, if you're worried about him. I think he is still going to be a key guy. And then obviously the trade deadline's coming up, so things might change. Any thoughts on the Wizards? Uh, yeah, just mostly very interested if they do anything at the trade deadline. You hear conflicting reports that they don't really want to uh, make any big moves as far as getting rid of their stars and that, you know, they might, they may just kind of stay put with what they got. So it'll be interesting to see what they got, what they do at the deadline. And you pretty much covered everything else and going to keep moving here. Next game I got up, 
the Trailblazers and the Suns and the Blazers getting the victory here, 120 to 106. And uh, gonna take a look at the Blazers and gonna start with Damian Lillard that I'm seeing had a right hand contusion. So it uh, doesn't look like it was anything serious. Played 30 minutes in this one, had a nice line, 24 points, two steals, two blocks, three assists, a three on 7-16 to 16 shooting. Perfect 9-9 nine nine from the line. Great game from him. McCollum's been playing really well. He had 20 points in a nice line. Nur- uh, Yusuf Nurchich is playing really well. 16 points. The defensive stats weren't there tonight, but, man, he has exceeded my my expectations this season. I think he should be pretty good for the second half of the season. 4-13 uh, shooting from him. He's usually much better, but um, a perfect 8-8 from the line. I think he's he's going to be pretty good. A guy I'm keeping a close eye on, Mo Harkless, uh, still kind of working his way back from an injury. Uh, I, I In deep leagues, I may just pick this guy up because I think in the second half of the season, he will get going again. This team really needs his help out on the wing. Uh, 23 minutes tonight with a low-end line, 5 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, but I'm keeping an eye on him. Aminu, I do not trust at all anymore. Um, he'll have games where he plays really well, but tonight, super low-end, only 7 points in 16 minutes, 5 rebounds and assists. No foul trouble tonight either. So, um, Okay, let's see. Uh, I am seeing... He had a finger injury, but was available to return. So maybe they just decided to hold him out uh, as a precaution. All right, not too much else to talk about. Layman played well off the bench. He may have got some extra minutes with Aminu out. Don't really trust a Curry. He had 17 points on the bench. Zach Collins has fallen off a cliff. We don't trust him. We don't trust anyone else on this bench. Neil, what do you think of the Blazers? Yeah, this one, uh, it's nice to see Nurkic uh, shooting the free throws well. He's up to 33 in uh, eight-cat. That's amazing. I never thought he'd get that high because of his free throw percentage, but this year it's been solid. Jake Lehman, unfortunately, um, despite the good night, is is outside the top 250. So don't be fooled by this or Zach Collins outside the top 200. Uh, They're going up against a very weak Phoenix team, uh, defensively especially. So... Ah, don't trust it. And Phoenix is out, obviously, without Aiton, without um, Rashawn Holmes, without TJ Warren. So they're depleted themselves. So these stats are a little inflated. So I don't see any changes here either. Aminu, uh, like you said, right on the cusp, but I don't trust him either. I'm going to move over to the Phoenix side. So let's talk about um, a couple interesting things that popped up. Josh Jackson is now starting, played 28 minutes. Uh, Did not shoot well, 2 of 10. Um... Missed all his three pointers. He did get a block. Did get uh, did, did go two two from the line. Nine rebounds and assists. So I think um, he's going to be starting. And if, especially if you're in a points league, I think he should be streamed. Um, Twelve cat leagues. I think he can be owned um, while TJ's Warren's out for the next two to three weeks. Dragon Bender still starting in replace of Aiton. Still doing decent things. I didn't see this continuing tonight. Six to twelve from the field. Three three pointers. Four steals. Uh, three rebounds, 17 points. So that's definitely worth owning. If it continues, uh, Devin Booker had a solid night. Really surprised that um, um, Mikhail Bridges still continues to get very low-end stats. Just a steal, two three-pointers, eight points, five rebounds. Um, I am not uh, – I've let him go. He's 144th in eight category leagues, and I don't think he's going to get 
a whole lot better. So I don't think you're missing out on too much, even if he does improve. Uh, the other the other news is Anthony Mountain only played 12 minutes, sprained his right ankle. It looks like uh, Akobo played 12 minutes, excuse me, 28 minutes off the bench, scored 12 points, seven rebounds, one assist. If he is out for a game, maybe you stream Akobo, but I'm not a big believer in him, short or long term. So I I don't think it's worth it. Uh, Ubre is worth it. 18 points tonight, six rebounds, seven assists, uh, three pointer, two steals, two blocks. So. He's probably gone. It was too late for me to pick him up. Um, actually, I owned him and then dropped him and then was looking to get back onto him. Uh, so, no, really, not that thought for me on Phoenix. Do you have any uh, thoughts on the Suns? Uh, Josh Jackson's got to be the big winner with TJ Warren expected to miss some time. He didn't play well in this one, but saw 28 minutes, Had it took 10 shots. It just wasn't falling. So, I expect him to have better days ahead and Kelly Oubre Jr. who has been playing pretty well already more usage from him and Okobo makes for an interesting deep league flyer because DeAnthony Melton also left this game with an injury so I think Okobo may be a low-end point guard option for the next upcoming week depending how much time that Melton misses but as you said I'm not like super excited about it. It's it's uh, something in super deep leagues. If you're feeling a li- if you want to gamble, might be worth the risk. All right, uh, that's all I got. Any closing thoughts here? Uh, nothing else on the game. Uh, that's it for you, my friend. You are done. Three Woo! games. You got a short night. Um, I did have a Three Twitter games. question which I answered, so I want to throw it out there for you. Let's uh, do it. A trade question. Tell me which side of this trade you like. And I don't know all the details, but let's assume nine categories. Um, Whiteside and Josh Jackson or Larry Nance and Derek Favors. I like Whiteside, Josh Jackson. The reason is I think out of all four of these players, Whiteside has the highest ceiling. Like, uh, if he reaches full potential, right, he could be a third round type of a player where none of these other guys, I think, can finish that high. Also, with what we just talked about with Warren now being out for the next two to three weeks, I think this bumps Josh Jackson up quite a bit. Now, uh, Neil Nance, right? I mean, he's been uh, he's just teased us this season, hasn't really consistently put up value Favors is just kind of a low-end center value. So it, th- this one kind of feels like a no-brainer for me. I'm going wide side Josh Jackson all the way. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I don't know how deep this league is, but if, let's assume it's 10 or 12 teams. Um, white side is the only one that's worth owning, really. I mean, the other the other three might you can probably, might even be able to find better guys on the waiver wire um, if it's a 12-team or 10-team league. So... I think it's it's Whiteside. I just that's the asset I'd want. Um, yeah, not much else to it. We'll see if Whiteside gets moved, how that affects him. I'm assuming if he does get moved, um, it'll be to someone who wants him, not to someone where he gets sits on the bench. So I'm not too worried about his usage. If Miami does decide to tank, maybe they rest him a lot down the season. But the other guys, I don't trust. I don't trust Jackson, Favors, or Nance, unfortunately. So I agree with you. But you know. Miami, I believe they're currently the eighth seed in the East, so right on the edge of making the playoffs. 
I look for them to make a move to be buyers at the trade deadline. Look for them to package. They got a plethora of wing players that do the same thing. Look for them to package one or two of those guys to try to get a stud back in return. Uh, maybe an Otto Porter, maybe a Bradley Beal. Neil, there's news right now that Tim Hardaway Jr. could be available. So a lot of teams could use a wing scoring type guy like the Houston Rockets. So man, I am excited for this trade deadline. I am hoping for a lot of action, man. Should be fun. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, an active trade deadline. Uh, although, every, if everyone's watching the Warriors, maybe they don't care as much, but uh, we'll see <laughs> if people yeah. are how they position themselves. All right, any closing thoughts before you sign off? I'll be back for one more game, as usual. Um, Neil, this, this week has been crazy. I am looking forward to taking a break the next few days and just decompressing and getting some rest. The family is finally healthy. want to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. We've had a lot of fun. It's been a great week. Hit us up on Twitter. He's at Ball with Neil. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. Neil, I, I hear you're going to be doing some traveling. The weather is not great. Please be safe, man. Please be safe. I don't want to do the show by myself next week, man. So be safe. Hey, man, if you don't hear from me Sunday night, <laughs> you, you know I'm like buried in some snowdrift. So we'll oh, my gosh. That's scary stuff, man. Travel safe, please. All right. All right, um, you guys. Thanks okay. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Any closing thoughts? No. I, I still have a game okay. to do. You sign off. Uh, Neil, we'll be back for one more. We'll, um, we will see you guys next week. All right, on to the last game of the evening. Minnesota goes to Los Angeles. Quite a discrepancy in temperatures. And also, in the score tonight, Minnesota 120, the Lakers 105. Close game. Minnesota kind of blew it out there at the end with a little run midway through the fourth quarter, I think. Um, Town saw a night, as usual, he has crept up to 7th overall on a per-game basis. Nine category leagues. Um, I have him in an eight-category league where he is also 7th on the season. Um, has been better since Butler's been out. Tonight, uh, Derek Rose played just 12 minutes, got injured, left ankle. Anytime Derek Rose hurts um, a knee, ankle, makes me a little nervous. We'll see how long it's out for. Covington, um, expect to be back in about uh, 10 days. We'll see if that holds up. Jeff Teague, also out. So this team was really depleted. Tyus Jones, also out. He's going to be out for another 10 days as well. So this team with Gibson, Wiggins, Towns, Rose, Okoji start the game. Okoji ended up playing 40 minutes. Even with that sort of um, uh, minutes... Uh, game played he did not really do much two of 14 shooting and his per 36 numbers aren't great so I don't think I would recommend streaming him Dario Saric let's see if he can do any better 20 minutes tonight it was really though I I'm, I'm can't believe I'm saying this but it's really Jeff Bayless who seems to have the uh Chance of uh, filling in here with both these, uh, excuse me, not Jeff, Jared Bayless. I knew I said that wrong. Um, 
who seems to have an option tonight. He had a great night. He played 30 minutes off the bench, 16 points, 8 assists, 2 rebounds, uh, a steal, 3 three-pointers. Shot not too bad, 6-15 from the field. Um, Jared Bayless has the confidence of the coach to run the offense. Right now they have no one when Teague's out, Rose out, Tyus Jones out. If Bayless is starting next game, I would stream him for that one game. I think he'll be fine for a game. But that's about it. I think uh, Rose may not be out long. Teague could be back um, next game. We'll see how it plays out. But that's the one guy I would watch in terms of picking up. Um, Gorgie Jang just got a little bit of run tonight, but uh, still very limited in just 15 minutes. On the Lakers side, quiet night. Rondo came back, played pretty well. Um, should be owned as ball is out. 13 assists tonight, 15 points, 6 of 11 shooting. Three three-pointers, a steal, two blocks, just two turnovers. He's capable of doing this. Uh, maybe not every night. Minnesota's kind of a weak defense um, without Covington. So this is a little bit high. But um, I think he can certainly put up 80-ish type value, 70 to 80 maybe even higher on good games like this with uh, Lonzo out, which looks to be still for a little bit of a while. Um, I've got uh, March 2nd. So you got a solid month, six weeks on him. We'll see about LeBron's status. LeBron's still um, out for another week. I would not be surprised if they extended this uh, even longer. LeBron usually someone who bounces back quickly. I have a feeling it's um it's just my sixth sense that it's he's just taking his time purposely. Uh, they know they're not going to win it this year. They know they're not going to even make the finals. LeBron's streak is over for that. You know the nine finals in a row. Um, Golden State is just way superior to everyone else. So I don't think he's going to rush to come back, and I think he might even be taking games off when he is back. So. Rondo, when he is out there without LeBron, will be very solid. With LeBron, still might be fine. Um, certainly worth starting still. Um, this, the front court's a little bit interesting here in Los Angeles. Um, Zubac started tonight, played 21 minutes, 10-8, 10.8 rebounds, no blocks tonight. Did not shoot great, 5-12 of 12 from the field. McGee, very similar line in 22 minutes off the bench, 10.6 rebounds. Shaw a little bit better, 5 of 7 from the field. Lance Stevenson getting 22 minutes. Josh Hart, 21 off the bench. Really spread out across the uh, statistics tonight, so no one really doing all that great. Brandon Ingram had the best line in terms of scoring. In terms of points, leagues, 20 points, 6 rebounds, and assists. Um, two steals, a block. So there's no one really here worth owning, I think, right now, except for Kuzma, uh, Rondo, LeBron, of course, uh, Ingram and points leagues. And um, I'm curious to see what happens with the front court when LeBron comes back. If um, should mention Tyson Chandler did not play tonight. So who starts? Does it go back to McGee with LeBron in there? They seem to have pretty good chemistry. Does it stay with Zubac? Um, do they get someone before the trade deadline? Um, do they even make a move? Right now I've got McGee on a team. I'm just benching him. Uh, perhaps will be dropped if, he, if if LeBron comes back and McGee is still playing. He drops to below 20 minutes a game. I think at that point I'll drop him right now. He's a wait and see. I think probably the same thing with Zubac. Perhaps they, one of those guys becomes more viable uh, with LeBron passing to them. 
They should score more. They should have higher percentages. So even in limited minutes, those guys, one of those guys might be okay. Uh, we'll see who it turns out to be, if anyone. Um, perhaps Chandler, um, known to be a LeBron guy. Let's see if that chemistry is there. And that is it. That is it for box score breakdown. Um, we are off for the next two days. We'll be back on Sunday night. Again, we are sponsored by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. You can check them out at hawaiianisles.com or on amazon.com. Uh, again, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Ball with Neil, B-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-N-E-I-L. And we'll talk to you next week. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.